Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have you heard the good news about the new Venom trailer? <gasps> I so there's like Wait, other no. Who are you? Oh, I'm Cat or Dylan, and I use they them pronouns. I'm Sophia, and I use she her pronouns. Hang on. Can I make a confession? Mm-hmm. I have only seen Venom not sober. I mean, fair. <laughs> but I want to see it again. And I have not seen it in a long time. But I want to see it again. I don't know if I want to be sober when I see it again. I So I watched it once when I was very, very sleep deprived. And I watched it once on an airplane. <gasps> oh, no. So I've only <laughs> I've never seen it. Riz Ahmed is now a Academy nominated actor mm-hmm. in that movie. Was he nominated before he did? I don't know. Venom? All I know is... Um, Does I he have- die at the end of that movie? I can't remember. Oh, I need to rewatch. All I, the the only things I know. Together? Absolutely. Can we watch that when I get back? Absolutely. I get back, dude. I. By the time we record next week, we could be recording in person together. <gasps> oh my goodness! I will be back on Sunday. It's like almost the end of May, which is wild. It's not. It's May eleventh. It feels. Like <laughs> I so May dude. May is in order. May is. From my perspective, finals week, my sister's birthday, graduations. I don't have finals this year. You do. My birthday. Your birthday also, yes. But you're not, I love you. You are not my sister. I'm not sibling. your sister. Um, dude, my birthday's in 10 days. I'm going to be 22. And then two days after that, I'm going to graduate from fucking college. It's very exciting. It's very scary. I turned in my last ever undergraduate final today. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm just like, you know, sometimes how you like, you're just sort of like, it doesn't feel like, I, I don't feel anything yet. Yeah. I mean, so I turned in my last college stuff sitting in my parents' kitchen. Oof. And I was just like, huh, I thought this would feel different. Oh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's weird it's exciting yeah i took a i you know what i just realized i took a friend to the airport today jaya who was on the podcast oh nice on our our meg episode i took jaya to the airport today i've never taken a friend to the airport i did that my senior year before winter break i took a friend to the airport Um, i've never done that before it was kind of fun yeah um mine was less fun because the airport was in new york um <laughs> I took I was taking them to a, an airport in Connecticut. So Yeah. <laughs> a small airport in Connecticut. So taking super a friend relaxed. to LaGuardia is different. <laughs> boy oh boy would I rather die than take somebody to to Boston Logan International Airport. I fucking hate I've that airport. Inter- I've taken relatives to take Boston Logan I, International I've Airport. I've taken my parents and picked my parents p- picked people up from Boston Logan. Yeah. Like I've done that, but like you know how you know how people are like, I took my friend to the airport or like I picked them. I picked up my friend from the airport. It feels like a very adult thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um, that and like, 
And then I came back and I turned my last final in from for college. I remember um, I had a, 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 a party in college that was not a college party. It was a dinner party Ooh, in fancy. a college dorm. <laughs> fancy. And I was like, I feel like a grown up. I made drinks. I made spaghetti. <laughs> uh, biscotti. Somebody's bringing gluten free garlic bread. Mmm. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, hang on. I can I can do this. I can do this. Um, uh, I've, got a, I've got one. <laughs> no, no, no. You do yours and then I'll do mine because I'm guessing they're both equally bad. Well, I was going to say speaking of cooking dinner for somebody you or speaking of cooking a meal for somebody you care about. Oh, I'm connecting um, mine to Venom. Yeah, no, that's the Venom trailer. Uh-oh. Is Venom makes Eddie breakfast. Oh, I haven't seen the trailer. I was going to say speaking of things that are long and slippery. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Um... No, um, in so the reason I bring up the Venom trailer is oh, because hang on, I think I'm gonna sneeze. Nope, it's gone. Is it? We'll come. We'll come back around to my sneeze. Okay, we'll check in later <laughs> with a sneeze update. Um, I think I'll just sneeze. <laughs> update. <laughs> Breaking news. Gesundheit. Um. Oh. But the reason I wanted to bring up the Venom trailer as good news is because from the trailer that I watched, which, like, I've only seen the trailer of the new Venom movie, I do know that people who love Venom really care about, like, the relationship between Eddie and Venom. Yes, people go hog wild for that shit. Not necessarily a romantic relationship. Maybe hog wild is the wrong turn of phrase to use there. Um... I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. This nope. is this is not that kind of podcast. Just um, don't look up fan art. People love the like kind of the the idea of like uh, reluctant roommates turned into husbands, not necessarily in a sexual way. Though <laughs> breaking news, isn't <laughs> tight. Thank you. Um, I oh, mean, people really, people that of course, felt really good. Venom's a weird gooey tentacle monsters so like <laughs> them freaks out there you just continue they, just they full stop full stop yeah and now continue um but a lot of people who like really like venom as a superhero and as a concept really love the like kind of like it, it's a symbiote the symbiotic relationship between venom and eddie and the venom it trailer, fulfills i feel like it fulfills the like enemies to friends yeah. Rope kind of thing. I can I just say there is nothing better than it's the same reason why I just really, really love and why everybody really loves Sam Bucky. Yes. It's just the, It's enemies to reluctant friends to boyfriends. It's it's also the reason why and we are a cop hating podcast. Mm-hmm. We know this, but it's the reason why like buddy comedies work so well. Yeah, and like cop comedies. Yeah, I've been no, no, no. rewatching I, I, no, Psych I like, recently. Okay, wait. Okay, here. Did have you have I watched the Nice Guys with you? Have we watched that? Movie I've not together? seen the Nice Guys. I'll have to watch that movie with you because it's they're not they're not, they're not cops. They're private they're private investigators but um they are it's ryan gosling and russell crowe in like Mm -hmm. the early 1970s 
in like seedy Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it's like neo noir Shane Black who did Predator. Oh. Um, and it is probably like he did Shane, uh, he did Predator and he also did um what's the like really, really famous buddy cop? Uh, oh, I have to look it up. Hang on. 21 Jump Street. No. Um. No. <laughs> um, he did Iron Man 3? What the fuck? Um, I'm not thinking of Iron Man 3. Um, I, Lethal Weapon. Oh, yes, yes, he yes. Also did, he also did Lethal Weapon. Um, I've been on he, a... He wrote Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. And he brings that same energy to the nice guys. Except nice. It's, it's Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Incredible. Who are just... And his the main character and Ryan Gosling's like thirteen year old daughter um, of is course. also like one of the like main character like main characters, um, and oh god, it's something about something about the I think it's a genre that is sorely underutilized, and also just it like it scratches just like this primal itch in my head of like two characters who are so different but they just click so well it's why people love troy and abed and community Mm -hmm. it's why they're everybody's favorite (laughs) is there anyone who watches community more than like one season of community and doesn't come to the conclusion that the best characters are troy and abed i don't think so actually that's not true i know some people who are hardcore love the dean I okay. I am a. I am a. I do love Dean Felton. I will say that. But I would rather watch a spinoff show, just a show about Troy and Abed, of Troy and Abed, or like a web series that is Troy and Abed in the morning, and the rest of Community is happening in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I would watch their quirky misadventures. You know. Yeah. I wish if Community had been made. Like four or five years older, older later. later. I feel like Abed would have at some point had a vlog, and I'm sad that we never got that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been like an episode. It, yeah, that he had a vlog. Well, um, the episode is it's revealed that he's had a vlog this whole time, whole and he's time. been telling his like it would thousands be like of a, followers about it. Would what's be been like happening. a clips episode. It would be a clips episode. Yeah. Of of Abed's vlog. Anyway, other than writing episodes of Community, <laughs> um, if they come back for six seasons, if they come back for a movie, yeah, <laughs> the the Community movie is literally just a compilation of it's a clip, it's vlogs. clips, and it's Abed's vlogs. Honestly, I'd pay for um, it. So Venom, <laughs> so Venom, um. Kat and I just spent a solid 40 minutes talking about um, just some super heavy stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know what this episode of the podcast is going to be like tonally. Um, Maybe it'll be really fun. Maybe it'll be super fun and lighthearted in contrast to the conversation we just had. Um, We did end that conversation by me talking about um, baby Moses and how they knew that baby Moses was Jewish because he was circumcised. That's where we ended the conversation. Yeah. And I mean, we sort of, you know what? 
we started it by talking about Israel and Palestine. So you can try to figure out how we looped back around there. Um, <laughs> but maybe eventually someday we'll post that super, super serious conversation we had. Because it was a good chat. But um, so the Venom trailer. The Venom trailer. Fans of Venom have been saying that they really wanted the new movie to like really focus on the relationship between an enemy <laughs> Venom and Eddie. Is that their ship name? I think their ship name is just Venom. Anyway, so the new Venom trailer came out and that's great. We keep getting derailed by the Venom trailer, so I'm just going to I'm just going to say should we get to our first story? Should we barrel on through? Yeah. Um I would like to preface this with the fact that I think like Many people, um, France only exists at this point to pay reparations to all of the countries it's colonized. Um, and make cheese. And make good cheese. What cheeses are specific to France? And maybe champ- Maybe we'll keep the brie? champagne. Yeah, but you can make brie in other places, you, you can. know? You can't maybe- make champagne in places other than the champagne region of France, though. We'll keep... We'll keep we'll keep the name. <laughs> we'll keep the Champagne region of France as strictly in name wine. only. In name only, we will keep the Champagne region of France. Anyway, but yeah. but France now only exists to to pay reparations. Fair. Um, and you can look that up if you want for your life. Yeah. Uh, found out the other day that a lot of leftists straight up either don't know what reparations are or like that's not part of my socialism and i'm like hey dude fuck right off they're like what's land back what's reparations and i'm like you're doing your activism not to tell anybody how to like do the activism i feel like like, a lot of people just don't they hear the names and they don't understand the meaning they like make an assumption based on the name like land back or whatever and then they look at it through a capitalist colonialist lens and they go, oh, that's going to be bad for me personally. And like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't, it don't matter. <clears throat> it don't, don't matter. Don't want to think beyond that. It don't matter. It don't, it don't matter. But like, that's not Even how... with land back, you'll have a place to live, dude. <laughs> it's like, nobody's going to come and take your house and backyard away. You can still have a home and a backyard. If you want those things in your life. I can hear that. That was so loud. That was I can still hear it. Ella's freaking out. She's like, what's that noise? I was like, is that a mosquito? (laughs) A mosquito Um, inside my microphone. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was like, it's like, if you're not, if you don't, if you don't the reparations, then you don't. Um, we have different politics. Yeah, if you don't you, do the reparations, if you don't, if you don't think about the doing of the reparations, then uh, my brain has an error four hundred four message in our continued conversation. Yeah. So what's <laughs> France doing? Other than well, it's not specifically France. Well, it's related to France. Mm-hmm. Um, a Belgian farmer was annoyed by the stone in his tractor's path, <gasps> and he moved it and the French border. Yes. <laughs> So I saw um, memes I, about this. I was 
thinking about like what I wanted to do and I have not been like on the internet mm-hmm. in the past couple days because I've been uh, plugging away at them finals. Mm-hmm. And so I was scrolling through, I have like a site that I, this uh, article today is from CBS News. It is written by Caitlin O'Kane. Caitlin O'Kane. Caitlin O'Kane. And I have a site that I go to, which will remain unnamed because it's not reliable. But they write, like, site... They, they, they're, they like, they compile things. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I, I used to work so hard to find stories. And now I just... Because I have worked hard in the past Googling stories, my Google news results are all like, Hey, did you hear about this nice thing? Yeah, and I'm like, no, sometimes, no. sometimes things Thanks just for telling pop, me. Sometimes things pop up like that, and it's very, very nice. But um, sometimes when I need like a story quick, yeah, I'll go here if I haven't found one. Um, but then <laughs> when I'll we're just... about to record in ten minutes, and we're both like, "Oh, right, stories." Oh, sh- oh, shit, I gotta do the thing. Um, but then I'll just search like the keywords from that, and mm. usually something else will pop up. Yeah. Um, so that's how I found this today. Um, which I saw this and I was like, yes, 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 this is what I would like to talk about today. Yes, please. Yummy, yummy, yummy. This is the kind of news I would like to hear about. This rock is in my way. I just think it's very good. So a farmer in Belgium inadvertently changed geography by moving his country's border with France. Fuck yeah. This is, can you just imagine? Can we just do that? Just keep doing it to France until France ceases to exist. <laughs> until France is just the Champagne region. Yeah. So we conti- can continue to have bubbly. Real. But also we have bubbly wine from other places. Yeah. But is it about the prestige, you know? Yeah. For the prestige. It, is it about the prestige? Like, do I want the, at some point in my life to have the Dom Perignon, you know? Like this all comes Take from really fancy French champagne and mix it with Sunny D to make the <laughs> world's most cursed mimosa. <laughs> oh my god, that is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. I kind of want to do it now. I want to. I'll do it li- with you, dude. I. When- I will also get good orange juice. So we don't yes. just have cursed mimosas. We also have good mimosas. <laughs> um, how much? Hang on. How much is a bottle of Dom Perignon? Oh, the lowest you can get is 129. I cannot fa- possibly fathom spending $130 on a bottle of wine. On a bottle of bubbly wine. And then mixing it with Sunny Delight. <laughs> I mean... <gasps> you... I... Cat, I really want to now, though. I the really, links really I will go to, to for a bit are, <laughs> dude. I'm listening to unhealthy. Um, <laughs> listen, speaking of the links you're going to for a bit, I am listening to um, Fireball by Pitbull ten times a day. So it's my top played song on Spotify this year. Don't talk to me about the links you'll go to for a fucking bit, my guy. I've been doing that not with Fireball by. <laughs> Fireball. I've been doing that with a song I actually like. Fuck you. I love that song. <laughs> this is a the the energy in this episode is 
incomparable. <laughs> Fuck you. Fireball is an amazing song. Do, 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 do. I don't want to sing any more of that song. I don't want to get copyright Speaking claims. Speaking of fireball, I got my mom a comically large fireball nip. It was like three times the size of a regular <laughs> nip, but still clearly a nip of fireball that's for Mother's amazing. Day. Oh, that's, that's I also nice. got her a bottle of wine. And while I was wandering around the fancy liquor store, I went to the fanciest liquor store that's within five minutes from my apartment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, I, I go to the grocery store. It's like a two minute drive between me and the nearest grocery store. And I pass go round trip. I pass four liquor stores. And yet Massachusetts has some of the strictest liquor laws. It's fucking wild. It's so funny. Okay, so this, I, cat, how much would it be to split purchasing $130, $130 bottle of Dom Perignon? Sorry, Dom Perignon. Dom Perignon. Like, Dom Perignon. Wait, what if we said it like Pepe Le Pew? And I know he's If a it was 130 gross, it would be $65 each. He's a gross stereotype, right? Isn't he one of the awful ones? Probably. He's a car- the cartoon skunk. Yes. he's probably a bad one um i mean he's making fun of the french so is he i know he's making fun of the french but i thought somebody was i thought i heard something that said he was worse than that um perhaps i don't know if he's terrible let me know and i'll stop but um he is making fun of the french so but um don't perignon we took french for many years um i still speak conversational french I feel like if I went to France, I'd be okay. Sometimes when I don't know the German word for something, um, I speak the French word for something. Anyway. Oh, um, yeah. He's. Um, so I Googled Pepe Le Pew. And, yeah. I had a feeling. Uh, he is canceled because of the lengths he will go to sleep with uh, ladies. Right. right. Um, and um, the, um, you know. Right. rapey vibes right right see i knew i knew he was bad i knew that little skunk little stinker um, um for the audience i would just like to throw out we are an hour and a half into this recording <laughs> i'm really enjoying now that we've sort of gotten past the um a very serious conversation we've had. <laughs> the wild shifts in tone. Of <laughs> really the, the weird giddy level. It's really like enjoying. 2 a.m. on a slumber party mood. It's also 11 p.m. Um, no, but the mood is 2 a.m. at a slumber party. Oh, no, no. That, that is the mood. But it is, as we are recording right now, 11 p.m. Yes. Um, so this farmer in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just read that. And by just read that sentence, I mean like five minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, so I'll read it again. A farmer in Belgium inadvertently changed geography by moving his country's border with France. The farmer was driving a tractor and apparently got annoyed by a large stone blocking his path. BBC reported, so he slightly moved it. Another person, recently walking in the forest, noticed that the stone had been moved. A history enthusiast. The history enthusiast knew it wasn't just any stone. It was there to mark the boundary between two countries. Imagine just like, this is the crazy thing about Europe and like the Schengen zone. If you know anything about European borders and and the EU is that for much of them countries, 
can just like walk around yeah. in between they just like don't care you didn't even need to like carry your passport <laughs> you just like really don't care wandering back and <laughs> forth between france and spain while climbing a mountain literally um it was there to mark the boundary between two countries it had been moved about seven feet according to the bbc effectively giving belgium more land good for belgium um he had made belgium bigger and france smaller it's not a good idea david mm. Laveau. Laveau. we'll go with Laveau. Laveau. Laveau, the mayor of the Belgian village, <laughs> there's like an error, you can, I like how when I'm trying to pronounce something, you can like hear my gears in my brain like working, equilines, equilines, Aquilines, mm, we'll go with that, told France, told told French TV channel TF1. Yeah, you'll have to figure out how to edit that sentence to make it coherent. Um, <laughs> you can just repeat it. <laughs> fine, I'll just repeat it. He made Belgium bigger and France smaller. It's not a good idea, told this mayor to the French TV channel TF1. There, happy Yes. <laughs> the move could cause problems for private landowners and neighboring countries. Shocking, Lavo said. Uh, but people in both Belgium and France had a good laugh over it. Oh, that's good. I'm happy my town was bigger, the mayor said, laughing. Ha ha ha. Um, but the mayor of the bourgeois... No, that's not bourgeois. I just read it as bourgeois. It starts like that. Bourgeois. Bourgeois. Borgioisi, um, Bougenais, Sirac, Bourgenais, Sirac, I'll go with that, didn't agree. The mayor of the neighboring French village told Lavoie de Nord, we should not be able, we should be able to avoid a new border war. Oh my god. <laughs> BBC News reports. The French and Belgium share a 390-mile border, which was established under, the, under an 1820 treaty signed after Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo five years earlier. <laughs> Did you hear Abba's making music again? Fucking no. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Did you, Jesus Christ, did you hear that? Did you see that tweet that was like, oh, ABBA is just Fleetwood Mac on antidepressants? No, I did see the meme where somebody said ABBA was the greatest Mamma Mia cover band and people got pissed. (laughs) I've seen that before. I think it's really, really funny that I, um... I like either like I think this is like a like a video that I saw of somebody who the the premise of the video was somebody it was sort of along those lines somebody who legitimately didn't know that um ABBA like made 
music. And they were like, it's kind of bad that they're like ripping off Mamma Mia this way, isn't it? And it's like, um... I have an ABBA record. I also have two Mamma Mia records. Dude, I have I have a playlist that's like songs for the perfect party. And I have the... I have Gimme, Gimme, Gimme on there. I have the ABBA version and the Mamma Mia version on there. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> uh, the only ABBA song that I don't fuck with super hard is Does Your Mother Know? And because the, the it's sung by the men in ABBA. Which makes the song a little bit, like, it's good because the whole song is like, hey, you're young, you shouldn't be out. And you are I'm not too interest- young to be here. And I'm not interested in sleeping with you, yeah. <laughs> which is a, which is good. Um, but it does make the song feel a little weird. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> speaking of Waterloo, uh, the stone was placed when the border was first decided in 1819. Holy shit. <laughs> Belgian having that stone on your property and not knowing it and not knowing how like yeah um Belgian authorities plan on simply contracting con not contracting oh my god hang on I have to tell you I have to tell you a dyslexic moment I had the other day um I was trying to spell area for a paper I want you to guess, before I tell you, how I was trying to spell it. A-I-R-Y-A? No, but I did put an I in there. I was trying to spell it A-R-I-A. Aria. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And I was on the phone with my mother... And I was typing out area my way. And word did not like that one bit. And they were like, <laughs> I mean, no, it no, is no. a word. Yeah, but in the context, they yeah. were like, this isn't correct. They're like, this we, is. We think you've made a mistake. <laughs> and you're talking about undamming rivers. This is wrong. Um, <laughs> undamming rivers with the power of your voice. <laughs> through the power of song um and i kept on and i kept on i kept on deleting it and then spelling it the exact same way to see if to see if doing I have that was been there did you to get if, to a point where you just decided to leave out that word and add like five words to talk around that word because no, i was that. i was on the phone with my mother and i was like hey mom how do you spell area and she was like I'm going to tell you, but first, how do you spell area? I love your mother. (laughs) And I was like, I'm spelling it with an I. She said, okay, where? (laughs) I mean. (laughs) And I said, A-R-I-A. She said, that is a thing. And then I said, can you just tell me how to spell it, please? She said A R E A. I said, "Oh yeah." And then I spelled it correctly. But like my brain like would not let me spell it the right way. I also was explaining that um I feel like this is a good way to explain why 
if I mispronounce somebody's name on this podcast, I do promise it is not a microaggression. It's because dyslexic people, and this is the way that my, no, my dyslexic friend, one of my many dyslexic friends, finally put it a way that I feel like I can explain it to people. When dyslexic people read things, the reason why dyslexic people can sometimes read things is because we've memorized some of us me is why i can read things on this sometimes occasionally sometimes i manage to get my brain together to the point where i can read an article sometimes it doesn't work so well it's because i've memorized the 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 shapes of the letters and where they go with each other yeah like that the shape of the word yeah so if i see if i see letters that don't go together in a new way my brain is just like mm, uh, uh. I don't know what this puzzle piece is, but it's not the one I was looking for. <laughs> Literally, I I know I've made um error four or four jokes at many points today but my brain literally gets like an error 404 message. It's error 404 word order not found. <laughs> Letters those don't exist that way in your brain. It's literally like Somebody was trying to get me to take Russian. They were like, hey, you should take Russian because, like, Russian is a really cool language and it's really great. And I'm like, dude, I already have enough trouble with the English alphabet. You're trying to get me to learn Cyrillic? Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyway. I wonder um, I wonder if, like, Japanese. Like, not but, katakana, but, like, the one that's the word is a picture. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's, because, it, 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 I don't know. It's, it's usually because, like, the, the pieces, because sometimes it's, like, either the whole, so, like, in a word, I am looking at the word con, contacting, and I put an R in there for some reason well because it's the same shape as contracting just yes smaller. but also the t's t's and r's in this font in serif fonts mm-hmm. so with curls t's and r's look the same mm-hmm. and they're similar words so my brain added an r and um sometimes like pieces of letters will just like move around so like g's in some fonts will like flip and become Q's and F's sometimes become P's and K's can become uppercase R's. Um, yeah, dyslexia is funny and my brain is like wires go missing. Yeah, and I was, I was talking with my friend. I was talking with Jaya, who is a very, who is a last name... That has a lot of vowels in it, repeated mm-hmm. vowels. And I was talking with Jaya, and I was like, your last name, how do you say? I've known you for two years. How do you say last name? And they told me, and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. It's phonetic. Their last name is a phonetic last name. But brain, because it's like consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel, Brain, brain machine, no like. And it's, but it's like, it's that way with like all of my, 
every any name I've never seen any word I'm just like luckily at this point in my life I've seen a lot of words but if there's a word I haven't seen before ever in my life my brain hates it my brain is just like no that's why learning German was and is still it's difficult because like vocab is such a big part of learning a new language i like the i like conceptually i like french when you're talking to somebody who does not know french because then you can just kind of slur the whole word and it sounds like you're saying it right oh yeah Uh, anyway so belgian authorities planned on simply contacting the farmer and asking him to return the stone but if he doesn't the belgian foreign ministry i have cash in my mouth could could (laughs) could open a Franco-Belgian border commission, something that hasn't happened since 1930, according to the BBC News. The farmer could also face criminal charges if he doesn't comply. If he shows goodwill, he won't have a problem. But we will settle this issue. We will settle this issue amicably, Lavo told the Belgian news news site, Stud, studinf, studinfo, sud, sudin, sudinfo, sudinfo, sudinfo. Who knows? I'm sure it's something about southern info. Mm. Geographically, where must be because Belgium and France are like that, right? Right, Belgium and Belgium and France are like this. Yes, this I is believe Belgium. so. Yeah, this is I'm France. looking at a map right now. <laughs> Ah, see, you much smarter than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Belgium, yeah, Bel- Belgium sits on France's head a little. like here. Up top. Right, so it would be the south of Belgium and south the north of, Belgium, of France. North of France, yeah. Nice. Wow, I'm good at my geography. I'm not. I know things. Damn. Anyway. Good thing the United States doesn't have this problem because we suck. <laughs> what problem? <laughs> you know, moving borders because we would never move our borders because we suck. Anyway, let's not talk about the borders. Even though I am of the opinion that borders are stupid and shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know what's a wacky border? The only borders that exist are the ones that we put up in our mind. You know what's a wacky border? Borders bookstore. Probably. Um, I was going to say, um, whenever any border between two towns with vi- like violently different road condition. <gasps> like when you drive into a different Dude, town oh and the wor- road suddenly gets exponentially worse or better. Oh my god, this was so f- this okay, this was really funny. Borders bookstore was bought by Barnes and Noble. Um hmm. this is so super super funny. Um So, you know how I lived in Vermont? Yes. Mm. When I was driving back from or into Massachusetts for any reason, the second we switched over from Vermont into Massachusetts, the roads, the highway immediately got better. It was like instantaneous almost within like 20 feet of switching over. 
into from the from the Vermont Massachusetts border. The infra the infrastructure. It's, it's, it's always the, wild when I'm like driving somewhere and I can feel. Oh the, yeah, um, <laughs> feel that I've crossed a border. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Um, middle bit. Yeah, we're almost two hours in. It it be like that sometimes. It's okay. We're gonna go to midnight. That's fine. I have to put my laundry away. It's you on re- my bed. You ready for a, a a headline without context? Should we do the other stuff first? Yeah, let's do the other stuff let's, first. Let's let's get business out of the way. Uh, follow us on Twitter at hyhtgn podcast. That um, one. Send us an email hyhtgnpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, tangents only on Twitter at tangents only on Twitter or tangents only at gmail.com. I'm working on our new podcast. It's been a we're, week. We'll get there. Gonna, we'll get there eventually. Um, we're going to have a new podcast at some point. Uh, I'm going to be home and around for the summer. And um, we may or may not by the end of the summer have a D&D podcast, which would be super fun. Yeah, we're, we're working on a world for our D&D podcast. Yes, I want to spend hours and hours and hours working on a world with you in person. Yes. Also, this week's episode, like all week's episodes, is brought to you by water. Drink water. You literally need it to survive. Slurp it down, dog. I was like, why am I so thirsty? Probably because I slept for a gazillion hours and then woke up and had coffee. (laughs) I had coffee this morning. I had coffee at 5 p.m. today. Did you sleep until 5 p.m.? Yes. What time did you go to bed? Midnight. You slept for... Not continuously. I woke up a bunch because I had horrible, horrible cramps and I was very sick. Oh, no. Anyway. Drink water. Uh, Headline without context. Jason Statham says Post Malone couldn't wait for the actor to murder him in Wrath of Man. Hang on. (laughs) Jason Statham says that Post Malone couldn't wait for Jason Statham to murder him in Wrath of Man. Oh my god. There's so much to un- there's so much to unpack there. Um, <laughs> at some at some point at some point I will tell at some point when we cover friend of friend stories mm-hmm. on our other podcast. Yes. I will talk about the story that a friend of a friend has. About, about Post Malone. About Post Malone. Um, because boy, oh boy. So I have a special attachment to Post Malone, which I will not, I will leave you in suspense over. Um, but every time I think about him, and maybe, should I tease it? Let's, let's just leave it there. Let's just leave it on the table. You've got a story about Post Malone. It's so good. But anytime I think about him or a particular movie associated with this story. Mm. <laughs> um, wow. And maybe now Jason Statham. Wow. <laughs> does your does your Google News feed because of the Meg... It gives now, me so many stories about <laughs> Meg and Meg-affiliated people. 
Oh, I'm sure I'm... the only reason that that story showed up on my newsfeed was because Absolutely. Jason Statham I is. I cat. I love that for you. Yeah. Um. That's very special, and I do. I love that for you. Okay. Oh, that's so fun. Are you ready for our second story? Absolutely. Um, this comes to us from People. I think this is good news. We'll find out together. We'll find um, out. This article is by Glenn Garner. I thought Animal you were say Rescue. Glenn Close. What? <laughs> I really thought you were going to say Glenn Close. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say Glenn Close. But it was like, I'm like we've been having that kind of... Star of the 93rd Oscars, Glenn Close. <laughs> it's like, we've been having that kind of like week slash day i was like maybe glenn close wrote this article i don't know why um it's from people magazine um animal rescue has released 1000 feral cats into chicago's streets to deal with city's rat problem what treehouse humane society's cats at work what tree treehouse humane society's cats at work program is helping Chicago residents find an environmentally friendly feline solution to handling the city's numerous rats. I'm picking up my microphone. We'll see how this goes. Um, environmentally friendly? Apparently? Are they... I hope they're chipped. Yes. They're chipped. Okay. Um, they have uh, released 1,000 feral cats into Chicago streets as part of its Cats at Work program. After humanely capturing the feral felines... The rescue spays and neuters the cats um, and releases them back outside to serve as environmentally friendly rodent control. Um, the program is a welcome solution to Chicago's rodent issue. I guess, like, if you're in a city and you've got, like, a severe rat problem, it would be preferable to have a bunch of feral cats. Yeah. Like, how feral are we talking? Are we talking, like... I think they're just, like, strays that they found and treated... Yeah, I was thinking, like, are we talking about, like, the level of feral that was, like, in our neighborhood, which is, like, will not come near you, is scared of people, will bite you, will hurt you, or are we talking, like, feral as in, like, never lived in home before? Because, like, if we're talking, like, never lived in home before but is not people shy, then not so worried about that. I think it's just, like the cats around i think they just found some cats that were already out and it's, it's spayed and neutered, sp- neutered and chipped them okay treated them for whatever diseases they might have and then released them important that they're spayed and neutered and treated for diseases very good um the reason why oh shit so hang on i'll do a workaround so um, in the area that we are from, mm-hmm. and if you are a fan of a certain NPR news program, news quiz show, several years ago, somebody from, a, a woman from the general, the, the greater Boston area, was famous for wanting a law put in place. Cats on um, leashes. Cats on leashes. Um, because cats decimate local bird populations. But mm-hmm. I think that's less of an issue in urban areas because yeah. there's less... Um, there's just pigeons. I mean, not there's not just pigeons, but there's less <laughs> of like... I'm really alienating all our avian, avian fanatic fans. Shit. Wait, hang on. Hold on. Back up. Mm-hmm. Back up. 
I got somebody to talk about. Oh, yes. Hold on. I just remember. Back into the middle bit, briefly. Back in, briefly back into the middle bit. I got somebody for you to follow. Android 18, spelled A-N-D-R-O-I-D-8, like the letter, not the letter. The number. The number. And then teen, T-E-E-N, on Instagram. And then this, uh, she's the same on TikTok. Um, she is a super cool um, emo singer, like emo punk singer. Nice. Um, who is completely independent and is trying to build a following. And I saw her TikTok earlier today and was like, dude, your music is super cool. Would you like to be featured on our podcast? She got back in touch with me like really, really quick and was like, nice. that's very sweet and very kind of you. Um, and, you know, I was like, we don't have very many listeners, but we got a few. Shout and out to all seven of you guys. Yeah. I was like, we like to highlight, you know, other people who have small platforms who are, you know, rising in their platform and who are just like working on stuff that they really like. And yeah, I think she's really, really cool and her music is really good and she's been doing a lot of covers and yeah, go follow Android 18 and that's eight with the number, not the word eight. And yeah, go listen to her, check her out. Um, if you go follow her through TikTok, you can find her YouTube page where she's been posting a lot of covers lately. Nice. Uh, so I highly recommend doing that. I can't believe I forgot when we were actually doing the middle bit, but I'm happy that I remembered now. I don't know what prompted me while we were talking about this to remember oh i got an instagram notification ah. that's why um <laughs> and then my brain started working again so um, um throwback to me being like we're gonna be recording around eight o'clock tonight and um here we are here we are <laughs> here we are it's that kind later. of night you know um, um <clears throat> yeah feral but- cat program Jesus. <laughs> Just abrupt transitions. Just a hard... My favorite thing is we put a lot of effort into transitions sometimes. <laughs> um, we work really, really hard to make our transitions really good um, when they are for our friends and occasionally for our podcasts. Um, Was that good? <laughs> um, what did you think about that one? Beautiful. Did you enjoy it? Dude, um, I'm helping a friend move out tomorrow. At 8 a.m. Oof. We should wrap no. up soon. No, 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 no. I sh- she's not moving. She's waking up at 8 a.m., but she's... I'm help. No, I'm just going to say goodbye to her. Um, the, the program is a welcome salute... Fuck. <laughs> the program is a welcome solution to Chicago's rodent issue, as the Illinois city recently topped Orkin's list of the rattiest cities in the United States for the sixth consecutive time. Hang on. Is it really called the rattiest cities? I feel like that's... A terrible name for the I, list. <laughs> I actively hate that. It's a um, terrible. It's a that's terrible. Uh, based on the fact that Chicago had the most rodent pest treatments in the past year, we've had a lot of our clients tell us that before they had cats, they would step out of their homes and rats would actually <gasps> run across their feet. 
Jeebus plebis. Sarah Liss of the Treehouse told Chicago's WGN, According to the Treehouse website, the rescue places two or three neutered slash spayed cats at a time into residential and commercial settings experiencing rat problems. Only felines who cannot thrive in a home environment or cannot be reintegrated into their feral rat colonies are part of the Cats at Work program that provides rodent control. After getting approved for a working cat, a property business owners are responsible for providing food, water, shelter, and wellness for the cats they employ to combat the rats. So they didn't just release a bunch of cats <laughs> so at that random headline street was, corners. So that headline is actively misleading, which is why we always say, read the, read the whole article. article. Read the whole um, article. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I think I've heard about stuff like this before where you can, um, where shelters have in more, I've heard about this in more rural areas where yeah. They will have where you can get um, cats for your barn where where shelters mm-hmm. will do like barn cat rentals yeah. where you can, you know, foster barn. You can foster cats basically for your barn, mm-hmm. essentially to keep the rats away from yeah. your barns. I... Um, but this is such a this is actually I'm for this idea. Yeah, because there are so lots of cats. Of the headline, but like I was like I was willing to believe there are lots of cats, especially cats who've grown up living completely outdoors, who cannot live inside. Mm-hmm. They cannot be, like, retrained to be in a home environment yeah. um, or in a, in a totally home environment. And lots of people want an only indoor cat. Yeah. Like, I think I probably would only want indoor cats in my life i the vast majority what so when i was before i got ella when i was applying around to different shelters to try and adopt a cat all the shelters were like listen if you want an outdoor cat you need to specify that because we have cats who can't live indoors but otherwise you need to keep these cats inside yeah yeah Um, and you have to live the other thing is like you can't live in a city (laughs) with an outdoor cat you have to live in the right area to have like i don't say i don't want to say never i'd have an outdoor cat because like if i i'd have again, a barn if, cat if we live in the right again if we start our commune somewhere mm-hmm. um we'll have barn cats we'll have outdoor cats who live exclusively outside and are barn cats that's a whole different situation yeah. but my first cat that i remember having he had um well he had feline aids um but he was a we adopted him from a what just just remembering your first cat noah you can tell the story i've told, told the story, the story on the podcast before you told the story if he yeah, does just, just stick-, stick him in the freezer <laughs> i love noah uh loved noah he was a great cat uh he's dead now um <laughs> Is he in your freezer <laughs> it wasn't in my freezer he died in the litter box and i found him um oh goodness it's fine it was fine i we knew we knew he was we we mm. knew he was very old and very sick he had aids he had feline aids but he and we had feral cats in our like feral feral cats in our neighborhood your next door neighbor had like a swarm of like 10 feral feral cats that would hang out on his roof his roof and in his on his screened in porch and he was part of the trap and release program ah i did not because well he would i just thought he he, his 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 vibes attracted lots of cats (laughs) to hang out no he he put food out for them huh 
on his back porch and um he was part of the trap and release program Mm -hmm. um so they set up traps and then they they chipped treated the cats for diseases spayed and neutered them and then re-released them and the big cat the big kahuna Mm -hmm. um do you remember his name i named him i do not his name is tootsie roll is tootsie i don't know if he's still alive um, but sometimes we'll see him, like, walking across my backyard, and they'll be like, ah, Tootsie Roll survived another season. <laughs> he's a big fucking cat, and he's been around for a long time. Um, don't even know if... No, we did find out that Tootsie Roll is a he. Mm. Um, but it's like... Yeah, you have to live in the right... But but Noah yeah. was a a an indoor-outdoor cat, but he got in some fights with these other cats. And... Um, Gesundheit contributed to certainly contributed to his demise but towards the end of his life he was a mostly indoor cat because um we were like dude you can't go outside and i think it made him unhappy because he liked being outside but at the same time we were like if you go outside you'll die but our current cats they go out on our back porch they go outside under supervision Um, the closest Ella's ever been to outside is in a crate or when she runs into the hall when I get home and I'm too tired to stop her. Do you have a cat backpack? I do have a cat pack. She's eh about it. Gotcha. I tried to get our cats to go on leashes for a while. Ella bites me when I try to put a harness on her. <laughs> a, a long time ago, I don't think I bought the right leash for our kitties. Atlas and Skittles did not enjoy it. It was a long time ago. I was very little. If I tried to do it again, I would do it differently. But I don't think my cats were made to be on leash. You know those boys. Yeah. They're troublemakers. Chaos twins. <laughs> They're little monsters. The first time I ever cat sit them, I came in your front door and one of them launched himself <laughs> off the railing of the stairs at my head. That would be Atlas, probably. Um, he's a good little boy, but he's a monster. Speaking of good little boys... In most cases, our cats at work become beloved members of the family or team, and sometimes they get their own Instagram pages, the website (gasps) states. Liz explained that although the cats don't typically eat many rats, they will usually kill some when they first show up. After this, the rats tend to avoid the cat's area. Yeah, my cats don't eat rats, but or mice. We don't have rats. We have mice. They do, um, quite unfortunately, play with them to death. Which is worse. (laughs) Actually, we don't know if they're eating mice. They could be. (laughs) But we don't see it. But they will, like, play with a mouse until it dies, which is really sad. And I have been in the... My mom and I were watching, and um, my mom and I got drunk and watched Ready Player One. Honestly, the best way to watch that movie, I think. It was, yeah, but halfway through the scene where they're in the Shining, the hotel from The Shining. I haven't seen the movie. They go to the hotel from The Shining, which, mm-hmm. well, which 
what? It's not even in the book. I don't remember that happening in the book. It's not in the book. Um, But halfway through that scene, we hear a squeaking. And I turn around. And my cats are batting a live mouse back and forth to each other. Oh, God. And my, I turn around and I'm like, I'm like, mom, is Gigi playing with a toy? And we're like, and my mom's like, no, Gigi's literally on the couch in between us. And I'm like, then what the fuck is that? And we turn around and we're, we both like run into the other room. We were both just like, let's just be in here for 30 minutes until they kill that mouse. It was awful. Goodness. Yeah. But I have had much intimacy with dead mice because um, the house in Vermont that we were living in had a, um, had a mouse problem. So we had, we were thinking about fostering a cat for a little while instead of having to do deal with mouse traps. We were like, it'd be easier if we just got a cat, right? Absolutely. In my opinion. <laughs> yes. Uh, cats actually deter rats away with pheromones. And that's generally enough to keep the rats away for a while, she said. That's the end of the article. Oh, people people pull the times by ending with a quote that's not really an ending. Because the New York Times does that. Are there pictures? There are pictures. Are there Instagrams Um, I can go to? I just want to. So I was looking at Cats at Work Chicago and I just want to say every single headline I'm coming across is is like Instagram. I have not found the Instagram yet. (sighs) Um, but every every headline I'm seeing, is, they all say 1,000 feral cats released onto the streets. And I'm like, all of you? Really? Every single, every single one. Every single one of them. The people who do the cats at work thing, the um, Treehouse Humane Society, they have an Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. And there's okay, a lot okay. of pictures of the cats hanging out with old people. <gasps> Treehouse Humane Society in chicago found it you have heard the good news about <laughs> the venom trailer <laughs> the venom trailer um the, the, the new french, french the new french border the new french border um uh, our, Jason Statham our, and Post wait Malone. hang on no 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 our um <laughs> our um our contrast cocktail <laughs> the cursed mimosa <laughs> um Jason Statham. Oh, I shouldn't have thrown my phone across the room because now I can't. Oh, um, Android 18. On TikTok and Instagram. On TikTok and Instagram and on YouTube, I believe. But but you um, can go to their TikTok to get to their YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Android 18. And that's eight the number. So it's A-N-D-R-O-I-D. Eight the number. T-E-E-N. Go follow them on TikTok and Instagram. Listen to their music. Uh, she, um, I think she, she is using. I think she's had she her pronouns in her TikTok bio. But um, um, yeah, and you have heard the good news about a thousand feral cats who have been loaned out to individuals and businesses who, to deal with the rat problem. You've heard about a thousand feral cats who are good working, um, not just released. <laughs> Who are good working ladies and gentlemen um, who are serving their communities, mm-hmm. who are very good boys, all of them, even the women. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I have been and, Dylan. And, and PetFinder.com. And PetFinder. Seriously, go to PetFinder.com if you're ever sad. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Dylan. I have been Sophia. Thank you so much for listening. Good night and good news. Oh, I've also been Kat. 
I was, was going to say, we just talked about cats so much that... It's you're... like, you know, the one, two, three, save those four for later, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a trick. And what you do is you say the word four a bunch of times in the middle of counting to ten. And then you don't count the number four when you're counting somebody's fingers. So it's one, two, three, save these four for later, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And it's like, oh, you've got eleven fingers. But you say four a bunch of times, but don't count the number four. Oh, funky. That's what happened with my name. <laughs> you're incredibly valid. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> good night and good news. I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.